It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. We have a ton of of scores from Friday and uh, Saturday. Saturday especially. Everybody was in tournaments and softball. Everybody played three games on Saturday at least. Um, and there were even first a couple nice of games days. on Sunday. Yeah, they were the first nice days of the year, and we follow that up with a rainy Monday. Well, these things happen. Yes, they do. It, it, it is the springtime in Michigan, and I'm happy that we've gotten uh, any games in at all. But we have a, a ton of games to uh, talk about. Uh, so before um, either one of us forgets, uh, just a reminder, golf outing, second annual Get Stuck on Sports golf outing at the Elks, June the 25th. And you need to get your team in, and the sooner the better. It's cheaper if you do it sooner. If you wait, if you procrastinate, going to cost you more money. Fine by me. But I'm just, you know, trying to be a friend, trying to be a pal, trying to help you out. Website is GetStuckOnSports.com, same place you go to listen to the games and uh, all the other stuff. And there's a little tab that Brady put up there that says golf outing. You said it better than I could. All right. We'll take a break and then we'll get right into it because there's a lot to cover. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacuorg forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the McMoran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight-time Emmy Award winner Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food, and both live and silent auctions. Tickets must be purchased in advance and are available at the YMCA, 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions with Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810 810- 987-6400, extension 132. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports podcast. And it was a busy, 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 Busy weekend. Going to start on Friday. We'll go ladies first with the uh, the softball. Um, I'm going to give the Port Huron scores first. And I don't usually do this, Brady. Uh, we got a lot of friends over at PH. But somebody put a roster up somewhere, please. <laughs> somebody, anybody. 
Put a roster up, please, so that I don't have to sit here and go number 15 had six hits and nine RBIs in the doubleheader, and I wish I could tell you her name. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we, I wish we, I could tell you number one had three hits, scored four runs, and drove in three runs, and all I can tell you about her is her name is number one. Okay? PH went off on center line in the first game. 21 to 6. That's a heck of a showing. Uh, and they uh, dropped the uh, the second game 11 to 9. So it was a shootout at the uh, OK Corral uh, on uh, Friday, uh, PH center line. And uh, those games were played at uh, PH. Um, all right. Uh, how about Northern? After getting shelled by Elmont and after having a rough stretch where in five games they'd been shut out four times, they came to life. And win on the road at Frazier, seven to six. That's a on really Friday. nice win for a young Northern team. If nothing else, to build a little bit of confidence. Well, you know, after the doubleheader, Coach Shagney kind of had him out there on the grass in left field. And you know, coaches will do this, especially early in the season. You know, he'll light a fire, and he kind of reminded his girls that he has sixteen names on the roster, and. You know, so there's there's lots of lots of people who he can plug in for the people who are playing. Right, he's got a lot of options to try to figure out what mix works the best. And, and I think the the kids that were playing got the message. Um, four hits, four RBIs for Becca Larson. Three hits for Anna Hall in uh, that win. Couple of games that you saw, Marysville yes. and Armada. Tell us about that. I will. Um... It was obviously a chilly Friday. Uh, Marysville comes in fresh off a game where they uh, had to have a little late inning burst to beat Stevenson. They won 6-4, to four, but it was 0-0 through 6. And while they carried the bats over in the first game of the double, had her the first um, – after they, the Brooklyn Pratt, who was pitching for Armada, got Kate Westmiller to ground out to start the game. It went double, single, error, fielder's choice, single, single, hit by pitch for the Vikings. They were up 4 nothing before the first inning ended. They would go on to win 17-7. Avery Wolters had herself a heck of a first game. Two home runs, including a grand slam. Seven RBIs in the game. Uh, it was, I mean, one of the better performances we'll see all year. Caitlin Kane had a, a two-run home run, had three hits as well, was a triple shy of the cycle. Uh, Kate Westmiller had two hits and an RBI. Lexi Perrin had two singles. Kara uh, Miller had two singles and RBI. But Armada, they still put up seven runs, and they were facing Brandy Bassett, who's not a bad pitcher by any stretch. Alexa Kanaki, uh, Kanaki rather had a uh, home, a three-run home run and a double. Olivia Hebb had two hits. Um, so Armada didn't struggle to get hits. I think they had ten in the game, but Marysville just exploded. Four in the first, two in the second, five in the third, four in the fourth, and two in the fifth. They actually stranded a runner at third that would have extended the game. So it was an offensive slugfest in the first game. And then in game two, um, Armada's bats continued. They faced a combination of Emma Curtis and Ryan Quain. Uh, Marysville just getting some 
different players in, seeing what they have on the mound. And, well, Armada, um, they were they were doing pretty well. They got a lot of hits early. They were up, I believe, 9-2 to two at one point um, through three innings. Ryan Quain came in, and she might be the hardest thrower that Marysville has. She did a really nice job, only gave up three runs and I believe four innings of work. But, yeah, Armada knocked knocked it around a little bit. Alexa Kanaki again had two more hits, three RBIs, scored three runs. Haley Schramm had two RBI doubles, um, had three on the game with uh, added a single into that as well. Uh, a couple other players, Brooklyn Pratt had a couple singles, few RBIs. Le- Leah Knock had an RBI hit, scored a run. It was a, it was just a nice day at the office for all of the Tiger Bats. Ellie Couch had a few singles that later came around to score. Um, yeah, you put up 12 runs on a good Marysville team. They won 12 to nine in game. Two. Marys will actually put up four runs in the bottom of the seventh. Tried to get a comeback bid, came up short. Uh, Brandy Bassett, she's been one of the hotter bats in the area. She had three more hits, including an RBI for the Vikings. Uh, up and down the lineup, Emma Curtis had a hit. And then when Ryan Quain came in, she added a hit as well. So out of the seventh spot in the order, the Vikings got a few hits. Ashley Bassett had a hit, walked twice. Brooklyn Evans had three hits. I believe she played the first game on the JV team and then came over and got three hits in that. So a really nice performance for Armada to bounce back after getting mercy and getting a win over a very talented Marysville team. Yeah. Uh, and, and getting back to, uh, to uh, Brandy Bassett, um, that started in the playoff run last year. Like, uh, I, I can remember she kind of quietly sat at the bottom of the order playing right field for them last year, and all of a sudden, around district time, her bat started heating up, and it didn't stop. Um, she even had a, a RBI uh, hit in the championship game uh, against Owasso, who was throwing that flamethrower. Um, so, uh, her hitting... This year doesn't surprise me based on what I saw at the end of the year after having mostly a, a quiet regular season, I think. Uh, the game I saw on Friday was the start of that tournament on Algonac that carried over on Saturday, and we had a ton of games. But on Friday, Algonac beat Marine City 10 to nothing. Got to see a walk-off home run, although it's not the same when it is – to make it's it a 10, game ending home 10 to run. nothing. It's a game ending home. But they walk it off. Anyways, uh, Kennebomarito, five innings pitched, no runs, four hits, no walks, 11 strikeouts. Remember that number because Brady's going to give you an even bigger number about the game he saw Saturday that Kenna pitched. She also added four hits, including a home run and a double. Drove in three runs. Ella Stevenson had two hits, including the three-run homer that uh, ended the game. Bree Thomason, a double and two RBIs. Sierra Vossler, remember this name. Sierra Vossler had the single, the double, and the triple and didn't get the fourth at-bat. Um, she drove in a run. Sophia DeVerne singled walk and drove in a run. Um, and uh, Algonac rolls in that one by a score of 10 to nothing. We also had a lot of baseball played on uh, Friday, uh, Brady. Not a good day for for PH. They started this series with Lance Cruz on a good note. They did. They got, they got the first game but couldn't get the other two. I don't know if they ran out of pitching at the end of the week, but, yeah, they fall 14-0 on Friday. So, 
They they take one game of the series, but yeah, the last two they they struggled a bit with. Um, Frazier and Northern had a slugfest. Again, I'm used to like seeing Northern in low scoring games, and then all of a sudden you see 23 to 16. Look like football scores. The 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 two uh, PH and the Northern scores look like football scores. Um, Addison Cook. Two hits, a double, scored three runs, knocked in two for the Huskies. Derek uh, Ruiz, three hits, a double, scored two runs, knocked in four. Alex Armstrong had two hits, a double, two runs, and an RBI. Dylan Bloink hit a double, drove in uh, two runs. Nick Schrader had two hits, including a double, uh, and he knocked in a run for the uh, Huskies, but Huskies pitching got beat around, although of the 23 runs, 14 were unearned. But that's still nine earned runs, right. so but it was not a good day unearned. on the mound. And that could be deceiving as well, because that could be one error, and then the inning kept going on. So they're technically on. That's hard to tell, but yeah, anytime you give up, you score 16 runs, you feel like you should win every single time, no doubt. You shouldn't even play seven innings, and instead you lose by seven. Yeah, that's, that's just a weird score. Um, Marysville played two with Lakeview. Uh, Lakeview took the first game 4-2. to two. John Herdebees had two hits. Owen Vaggy had two hits and knocked in two runs. And the Vikings uh, dropped the uh, second game to Lakeview by a score of 7-4. to four. Yeah, that's tough. Vikings get swept in their opener, especially a game uh, that they kicked off with they felt was winnable. I thought was a winnable game for them, that they left something on the table. I obviously wasn't there to see the, the conclusion, but two close games that you think, Maybe a couple breaks go their way. Instead, you get swept to start the season, and that's that's a tough pill to swallow because I don't think we have a local local series. No, Marysville gets Frazier, Lakeview's got Port Huron, and Lons Cruz has Port Huron Northern. So we don't get any team local teams playing each other in the MAC Blue this week. Yeah, you need to bounce back in a big way. Yeah, uh, Saint Clair and Utica split. Utica took the first one four to three, despite uh, two hits and two RBIs from Jacob Turner, who you've pointed out a couple of times. He's just all of a sudden his bat has gotten red hot. Took him about four or five games to do it, but once it's gotten going, hasn't looked back. Uh, All Saints in game two, five to one, uh, behind Cam Bleasdale, who pitched a complete game, one run, six hits, no walks, seven strikeouts, and he helped his own cause with two hits, including a double and an RBI. Logan Ellis keeps being Logan Ellis. Two hits, two runs, an RBI. Brendan Cole is swinging a good stick this year. Two hits, a double, two RBIs. Eli Lohr had two hits and scored a run. Jared Cramp had two hits and drove in a run. So a nice bounce back for the uh, Saints after dropping the first game there. Yeah, they they take the series. I mean, they that was their first loss of the season. Um in game one of the doubleheader, but they take a series in the Mac White against a talented Utica team. They have uh, this week Lance Cruz North, who I think we both expect to be pretty good. If the game is played, we'll be there. Yep. Um, but they'll have a tough series. Hopefully, they keep this good time rolling. And they, I mean, it's baseball. It's almost impossible to have an undefeated season. Even Orchard Lake St. Mary's dropped a game last year. So. Poor babies. Yeah. They got, <laughs> they got off to a really nice start. And All like their guys said, got called up to the Yankees that they, day, and they had to They have four or five regular human bats beings. that are really solid right now for St. Clair, and 
yeah, if they keep playing the way they are, they have enough arms that they should be winning at this rate. I, I think this is a sustainable thing for St. Clair. Yeah. Yale and Marine City split a, a doubleheader. Connor Jakubiak had four hits and five RBIs in the opener. Yale outslugs Marine City 12-11. to 11. Zach Tetler had a hit and drove in two. Nolan Distelrath had two hits, two RBIs. Cole O'Croy had two hits and an RBI. Cooper Letson two hits and an RBI. Cade Chapman, a hit and an RBI. And Josh Vandeviver added two hits. Marine City took the second game 5-4, to four, but it ended so late that they didn't send me any stats. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all right. Um, and Anchor Bay beat uh, Chippewa Valley 5-2. to two. New Haven beat Hazel Park 8-2. to two. That's all of Friday's scores, and that's nothing compared to what we've got for you from uh, Saturday where there was just uh, a, a boatload of games in both baseball and softball, and uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. 
Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with uh, Dennis and Brady. Saturday was a busy day. Start with the uh, girls. Uh, And like I say, everybody played uh, three. Um, And before we get into what we saw, Brady, let's start with St. Clair. Um, they played three. I don't know who was, I don't, I'm not sure who was I hosting. believe this was at Frankenmuth. Okay. Because, uh, they lost to USA. The defending was, D4 champs. The, yeah, the defending D, three to two in a really good game. Laney, uh, Pavlo had two hits and scored a run. Claire Borg is starting to heat up. Double in an RBI. Julia Schweighoffer hit a home run. Uh, and Avery Paul went seven Gave up two runs, four hits, didn't walk anybody, and picked up uh, six strikeouts, which I think, because I saw USA play twice last year. They played the quarterfinal before Marysville did over at the college field. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they played in the uh, finals between the Marysville and Richmond finals. Um, And I think six strikeouts is actually really impressive against that team. Yes. Yes, (laughs) it is. 
Um, Frankenmuth beat him then 6-5, to five, despite three hits and an RBI from uh, Maddie Cole. Savannah Clark had a couple of hits and scored a run, and a hit and an RBI for Claire Borg. And then finally, St. Clair uh, closed out the uh, day with a 5 to nothing victory over Hills McCoy, whoever they are. Hmm. Um, but uh, they got uh, two hits and two RBIs from Julia Schweighoffer, and Avery Paul tripled in that game and scored uh, two runs. So all in all, the Saints go one in two in the event, but playing USA and Frankenmuth um, and losing two one-run games there, I actually think St. Clair went to this tournament and probably played some really good softball. Yes, that was a definitely a litmus test tournament, and – well, you'd like to win those games, but you play those to prepare you for the districts, to, to prepare you for Mac White play and winning a conference, possibly winning a district and going on further because we know the St. Clair team has a lot of talent, and they're probably saying, yeah, Marysville's run was fun last year, but we want that to be us this year. And, well, that's what you do. You play teams like USA who were at Michigan State last year. You're playing Marysville in league. They're, they're not shying away from competition, that's for sure. All right. Uh, we were in Algonac. There were four games. We split them up two and two. So we each saw Marine City play once, and we each saw Algonac play once. Talk about Marine City first. The game you saw really wasn't much of a game against uh, Chippewa no. Valley. Uh, the I forgot Mar- the time limit was a thing. Yeah. It ended in six innings, and I came back from a break, and I was like, oh, yeah, the time limit must be over. They want – Marine City won nine to one. Um, I don't think Chippewa Valley's that great this year. Like for what you expect them, their size, you usually think, oh, Chip Valley, they're going to be really solid. They weren't. Um, give a lot of credit to Jocelyn Dietland. She pitched really well on the mound. She was perfect through the first eleven batters she faced. Gave up a single and then a triple that they just tucked in the third base bag, rolled all the way to the fence, uh, scored the Chippewa Valley's only run. But after that, she gave up just two more hits. And, well, 9-1 uh, on, on the dish, Jade Blanchard had three hits. And I think between wild pitches, stolen bases, and passed balls, she moved up like eight or nine bases <laughs> on her. The first time, she got on, stole second, delayed steal a third, and then Wild pitch center home. I think she did something similar in the second time and at least got two others the third time she got on. And her best at bat resulted in an out when she lined out to second. Uh, the Volkmans had themselves a heck of a day. Olivia Volkman was one for one, walked twice, scored a run. Uh, and Isabella Volkman had an R- two RBI singles. She uh, should have stole a base. She beat the throw there, but when she came up, she like popped off the bag. So she had done everything right, stole the base, used her speed, but just when she got up, they kept the ball on her, and she popped off the bag, and they she originally called her safe and then changed it to uh, out, but... And at the plate, Jocelyn Dietland had a double as well. It was a it was a nice game for Marine City. They they flexed a little on Chippewa Valley and got that decisive nine one win. It was only uh, two to one going into the into the uh, fifth inning, and then seven runs the next two innings. Yeah, Marine City's starting to find a groove. You know, and then they got off to a quick start against Stevenson because it was scoreless going into the bottom of the third, and they scored four. In the uh, bottom of the third, started with uh, the Volkmans. Uh, Isabella Volkman singled. Olivia Volkman singled. They pull off a double steal 
to put him at second and third with nobody out. Blanchard got home the first run with a ground ball. Then uh, Mackenzie Laboon hit a uh, fly ball. Uh, it was a windy day, and the uh, the left fielder didn't make up her mind soon enough that she had to backpedal, and the wind just pushed it over her head out onto the warning track for a run-scoring double. And then the wind didn't help Avery Maine. The ball she hit is a home run on any day, but with the wind, it uh, it landed out near that uh, ditch out behind the left field uh, fence. So uh, that's at least, what, 50 feet? I'd say 30 to 40 feet. 30 to 40 feet, So uh, and it's the 225 all the way around, so she hit the ball 250 to 260. Yeah. That, it, it, it was a blast. 4 nothing Marine City, but then uh, they, they got sloppy on defense. Um, which is sometimes an ugly thing that pops up for the Mariners. Mm-hmm. They they throw it around a little bit, and that's what it is. It's not catching the ball. They catch the ball, but sometimes they don't. They did do that against Chippewa Valley. Yeah, they were crisp against the Big Reds. And and, the, and up to this point, they had been crisp. So they kind of threw away and let two runs get in to make it a four-two game. They came right back though. A nice squeeze play by uh, Volkman after Isabella Volkman set it up with a double to put it at second and third. Uh, Olivia Volkman did did the squeeze play to get a run in and make it five to two. Uh, again, they uh, gave up a, a run in the fifth to make it five to three, but then they just kind of settled down and cruised from there. Mackenzie Laboon threw a two hitter. That's uh, a really yeah, that's a good day <laughs> against the Stevenson lineup. That's that's decent. Uh, and the Mariners did enough. Isabella Volkman three for three scored a uh, a run in the ball game. Had a, a double. Avery Main hit the two run homer. Uh, Laboon with the good pitching and the RBI double. And Olivia Volkman uh, with the hit uh, and an RBI and a stolen base uh, in the game. So Marine City, after losing Friday to Algonac, bounced back with two, I thought, very nice wins. Well, Stevens is a Saturday. talented team that are, they're in the white. They played Marysville this past week. Played them tough. So, yeah, that's those are a couple of nice wins against schools way, way bigger than Marine City. All right. Now, I mentioned that Kennebaum Marino struck out 11 in five innings on Friday. Brady saw her pitch Saturday morning, and, man, it was, it was art. She struck out seven of the first nine batters she faced. That was the first time through the lineup. She actually struck out nine of the first 11. It went all swinging. This was their line. Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Second inning, strikeout, strikeout. One to three ground out. That was a check swing that you said to me. I think they did that just to put a ball in play. Yes, I I think that was a a purposeful play to break up the strikeout run. And then the first batter of the third she hit. Then went strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Struck out the first batter of the fourth. An error got a runner on. then Then a legit single. Then strikeout, strikeout to get out of the inning. Hit the first batter, the same girl she hit back in the third to start the fifth. Fielder's choice, then fly out single, only one strikeout in the fifth. Um, And then, yeah, she cruised the rest of the way. She ended up striking out five of the final six batters she faced. Algonac's bats didn't do a whole lot. I will give a lot of credit to the Sterling Heights pitcher, Brooke Kalliberg. She was a lefty, and she kept a lot of the muskrats off balance they didn't really have a a ton of hits in the game i think they had six total was the final um and no extra base hits for the muskrats you know every time you get to see them you get excited like ooh, might see some home runs might see some some doubles and triples and no they had to kind of manufacture 
the two runs they scored. And, well, when you get Ken Abomarito to strike out 17 and only give up a three hits, yeah, that's going to be a heck of a, a performance, and you're not going to win a lot of games against Algonac doing that. So they won that one 2 to nothing. and Ken, Ken Abomarito as a sophomore is starting to really – announce herself as one of the premier pitchers you'll see so in that tournament she pitched 12 innings and struck out 28 that's a pretty good rate and threw two shutouts yes Uh, (laughs) Uh, against two good teams yeah uh slow start against chippewa valley but a big uh finish uh algonac scored in the uh, first a one-out walk to stevenson she stole second and then with two outs Sierra Vossler um, started the Sierra Vossler show. She doubled into the right center field uh, gap to make it one to nothing. Chippewa Valley actually tied the game in the top of the third. The leadoff hitter, Lexi Murray, cranked one out to left center field that uh, Brady and I were doing the games from left field. Um, and I was a little further over into left than, than Brady was. You were closer to the scoreboard. Brady, the ball would have landed... It would have hit you in the chest. I was kind of hoping someone would hit one to me, but they, but no one ever did. I didn't even get to see one home run it, it, in the two games I did. Yeah, it would have hit you in the the chest. After that home run, the combination of J.C. Reams and D. DeLang, who teamed up to pitch in this game, gave up one more hit the rest of the game. That's a way to bear down. Yeah, uh, and Algonac immediately responded in the bottom of the third in a 1-1 game. Bomarito singles. Ella Stevenson hit a pop-up to left that the left fielder just dropped. So now you've got two on. Maria Simpson with a swinging bunt. Bases loaded. Sierra Vossler steps up and crushes one over my head. Again, like out where Avery Main hit her ball. It was an atomic bomb grand slam. And so now all of a sudden it's Vossler 5, Chippewa Valley 1. <laughs> and then in the fourth they scored three more stevenson singled in a run simpson drove in a run with a ground out vossler drove in a run with a ground out so that was six rbis for her and now it's an eight to one game then we get to the uh, bottom of the uh the fifth an error scores a run a sacrifice fly by thaler scores a run bomarito singles in a run and then the bases are loaded with two outs and vossler comes up again chance to end the game chance chance to end the game chance if she runs into another one to have a 10 rbi for the record she did not play in the game against stevenson so yeah, um, so she was uh, she was letting it out, and she did against Marine City the night before. Remember, she had the single, a triple, a double, and then in her first two at bats, the next time she played double grand slam, uh, she hit a, a fly ball to right that the wind just killed. Okay, on a normal day at Algonac, I think she hits a second grand slam there, or at least a base clearing double. Yeah, it, it's it it. it it ends the game, and I'm thinking, oh, geez, we're going to have to play a sixth inning. And the the girl in right just flat out dropped the hit her right in the glove, and she just dropped it. And everybody advanced to base, and the game was over in five innings, 11-1. to uh, one. Strange line, though, for, for Algonac. And Chippewa Valley only made three errors. Um, but Algonac scored their 11 runs on just six hits. That's something so you they, don't see every day. No, and, Especially and they – Especially only three errors for – yeah. And, and uh, they Chip Valley. and they didn't like as you said in the two nothing game they didn't really hit a lot, but they made their hits count. When when they get runners on, they generally hurt you. 
Mm-hmm. You well, know, they so. feed off each other a lot too. And that's that's a lineup that again you go up and down it, and you're like, where is there a week out? There just doesn't seem to be that person. Oh, we can pitch around this person and get to this. You can't do it with their lineup, right? Everybody who comes up is seemingly just as dangerous as the person before. Now, obviously, Stevenson and Bomarito, uh, and early this season, Simpson and Vossler have been out of control. <laughs> but that's yeah. why they're who they are, and they do uh, what they uh, do. Speaking of being out of control, Elmont went to a tournament, I believe this was at New Lothrop, uh, and they take three games. They beat Standish Sterling ten to nothing. They beat New Lothrop ten to nothing, and then they beat Clio seven to five. In the first game against Standish Sterling, Grace Johnson two hits, two runs. Grace Koenig two hits, a homer, two RBIs. Ellie Chapman had a hit, scored three times, and drove in two. Kendall Roshevsky had two hits uh, and an RBI. Uh, Brooklyn Bunch had two hits, including a double. And Maya McLean went six. No runs, two hits, no walks, struck out seven. Game two, they beat New Lothrop 10 to nothing. Grace Johnson, two hits in a run. Grace Koenig, three hits, a triple, three runs, walked twice, so she reached base in five at-bats. That's, uh, that's not bad. Yeah, drove in a run. Ellie Chapman, three hits, four RBIs. Kendall Roshevsky, a hit, a run, two RBIs. Brooklyn Bunch, two hits, and an RBI. And then in the third game, a 7-5 win over Clio. Koenig again, two doubles and an RBI. Finally, a Devin Johnston sighting. Right. Two hits, a triple, and an RBI. You think they're doing that. You're thinking she's having a bunch of hits, but they're doing it despite her not having an outrageous line. Yeah. Uh, Izzy Thiessen had two hits and drove in a run. Roshevsky had two doubles uh, and drove in a run. So, Elmont has a big day. They can swing the bats, folks. And this year, they're getting pitching. Yeah, and... Yeah, they, they're they starting to show themselves as a team to look out for. I wish we would ever get to see them play BWAC softball. Yes. Because we're in week three of the BWAC season, and they haven't played a game in conference yet. Yeah, they either keep getting rained out or... It's... And when they get postponed, they get postponed to, like, the end of the year. Yeah. Um, speaking of BWAC teams, North Branch went to a tournament and won three games. And they all everyone was going to a different one, so that everyone has three games. Yeah. North Branch beats Rochester Adams ten to five. Uh Alana Dashevsky goes seven and strikes out seven and adds three hits and three RBIs at the plate. Uh Natasha Bickle had four hits in that first game. Then they know Broncos beat Avondale fourteen to three. Jasmine Malk had four hits and two RBIs. Madeline Caudill had two hits and drove in three runs. And then they beat Goodrich ten to three. Macy Bug, I love that name. Macy Bug with four hits. Um Dashevsky had two RBIs and Bickle added two more RBIs, so, so a big day for North Branch. If I'm doing my math right, if you look at all the teams that played in tournaments on on Saturday, St. Clair went 1-2 and two, but lost to a defending state champ in Frankenmuth by one run each, so 1-2. and two. Marine City went 2-1, and one, but their one loss was to Algonac, so we won't count that one, so they went 2-0 and oh against non-area teams, so that puts us at 3-2. Algonac went 2-0, 5-2. Almont went three and zero, eight and two, and then North Branch went undefeated. So eleven and two for area teams against non-area opponents 
this yeah. Saturday in softball. Oh, by the way, Anchor Bay went to two tournaments this weekend. Um, on Saturday, they took two out of three. <laughs> Lost to uh, South Lion East nine to four, but then beat Novi sixteen to two and Celine five to nothing. Uh, and then on uh, Sunday they beat Heartland three to two and lost to Wald Lake Western six to one. So uh, that must have been a, a two day event where they played five times and won three. So yeah. it, it it was a busy, busy, busy weekend, and. We still have baseball scores to talk about. You want to take a break and then do Saturday's baseball? Um, no, nah, let's just get, because there's not a ton of Saturday baseball. And oh, we actually know. have some things coming up this week that I want to at least touch on. Okay. Because we have some important series coming up. All right. So we'll start with uh, first, Marine City officially beat Warren Mott 5-4 to four in the suspended game from earlier in the week. Don't know why it was official, or but it became official. Uh, either, so, hey, they either, either they went and played 10 minutes of baseball down at Mott, or Mott called and said, okay, you guys win. Um, Algonac was playing ball while we were covering softball. Uh, they had a doubleheader with Oakland Christian. Muskrats take both games. They beat Oakland Christian 11-6 to in the opener. Tyler Schultz uh, hit two runs and an RBI. Uh, Jake Kasner, two hits and an RBI. Josh Kasner, a hit and an RBI. Seth uh, Lonegren had two hits, a double, scored three runs. Jack Cote had two hits and knocked in a run. And then the Muskrats took game two, five to one, led by Roman uh, Gairaga, who had a hit, a run, and two RBIs. Armada split. Uh, Lakeshore got them six to three in the opener, but the Tigers came back with they a were mad. vengeance. Yeah, they were mad in the game second two. game. 17 to two. Wow, that's a lot of hitting. Um, Marlette split. Uh, at a tournament that they were at, they beat uh, Mayo Osabo thirteen to nothing. Uh, Jason Tenbush two hits, including a homer. He knocked in five. Ethan Marshall had a triple, scored twice, knocked in a run. Grant Robertson a hit and two RBIs. Connor Kelly had two hits and scored three runs. Uh, the bats went a little silent though in their second game. They lost to Pinconning three to one. Uh, Travis Fowler did have three hits and score. The uh, Raiders uh, run. K-Pack was also at that event. They beat Mayo 11-3, to but were beaten by Pinconning 10 nothing. So clearly Pinconning was the team at that event that uh, had the best I guess. day. I guess. Um, yeah, so yeah, you just have a couple more. And then yeah. we'll get into this week if we ever play because, yeah, read the scores and then I'll complain okay. about and- weather. Anchor Bay and Ford split a doubleheader. Um, Tars won the first game 16-6, and Ford came back in the second game with an 8-3 victory, so they just kind of cut the score in half. (laughs) 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 Went from 16-6 to 8-3. Yeah. Uh, So that's that's all the uh, bazillions of uh, scores. Yeah, and, well, if we get games this week, um, we have some fun series, but – has this spring seemed more volatile than past springs, Dennis? I, 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 I know it's Michigan, and I know you, you'll get a 60-degree day than a four. But we, in the past seven days, have gone from four inches of snow on the ground to seventy high 70s and sunny to today 50 and rainy, and by Wednesday it's going to be under 40 again. Yeah, I don't get it because I obviously I got if you could see me I got sunburned on and, oh, Saturday. 
you, you, I'll, I'll never learn my lesson. It's happened every year for a long time now. I So if you've ever seen me do a game, I'm usually always wearing a hat, and I wear it backwards. And I wear a hat basically, Dennis, you know, everywhere I go. Yeah. So I get the gnarliest hat tan line where <laughs> when I'm 60 – 95% of my face is going to be all wrinkly and leathery from being outside. And, I, and of course, I never put on sunscreen. But the top of my forehead, so if I ever start going bald, the top of my forehead is going to be pristine from being covered by this hat. I, I wear the hat the right way, and I wear sunscreen, and I still got burned on the top of my hands, and it's all over my cheek. I couldn't shave today because I'm sunburned. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, and then I didn't so, get... and I'm already like six months overdue on a haircut. Hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm I, I'm that bum you see at the ball games uh, these days. But uh, at any rate, um, yeah, a lot going on this week. We hope, uh, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the McMoran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight-time Emmy Award winner Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food, and both live and silent auctions. Tickets must be purchased in advance and are available at the YMCA, 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions with Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810 810- 987 6400 extension 132 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Um, I know we have a busy week uh, scheduled, and already I, I think uh, one of the games we we're covering today isn't going to happen. Yeah, no, um, BWAC. It looks like all the BWAC games are getting postponed. Uh, Croslex Algonac has been postponed. I was going to go out to Armada to do Richmond Armada because that's a really important series. That's been pushed to tomorrow. And North Branch Yale has been pushed to tomorrow, so that just leaves Almont and Emily City. I haven't heard anything on that. But with these things, it kind of seems like once one domino falls, everyone else just does it as well because well here's the thing that sucks is you have to play meteorologist and sometimes it says it's going to rain for four hours and then it doesn't or it'll say it'll rain for three hours and then it rains for six yeah so sometimes the, there's no rain in the uh, i've had that happen to me once this year there was no rain in the forecast and it started raining where i was for like 20 minutes yes and that's that's the thing um is that this has been compounding because I mentioned the snow at the end of last segment. Well, you have four inches of snow on your field. That all melts, so your field takes in a lot of water. It rained this past night, so that adds to it. So, and as great as, like, parent volunteers are, like at Algonac, they did a great job um, making that softball field playable. Not just playable, but in good condition to play. However... You don't have 
the major league crews that you see at Comerica Park that you see at other places. So the people that do make that playable, whether it's maintenance workers, like I drove by 24th Street and saw people out at Port Huron High's Diamond dragging the field, trying to get it ready. Just I think it was just part of the, the field crew. Those people are... Um, need to be respected because they have a tough job, especially with the amount of rain and s- snow we've gotten this spring. Yeah, and uh, by the way, they call it the swamp for a reason. Yes. So even when it's dry there, there's a lot of moisture. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah. So when you think, oh, it's not going to rain that much, think it's been a really wet spring, so the field doesn't have a lot of, lot of um, – moisture to absorb so anything that comes is going to be standing yeah uh if they play i'll be at st Clair today for st Clair lance cruz north um the, the saints uh, as we mentioned split uh over the weekend so they finally somebody's finally beaten them but they've just been playing terrific uh baseball so i'd kind of be excited to see them against uh lance cruz north uh today um and uh Lance Cruz and Northern start a series um, this week. Lance Cruz just took two out of three from Port Huron High. Um, and th- this is a, a, a Northern baseball uh, team that, uh, well, other than the anomaly of, of the, the Frazier game, because um, I, I think the first Frazier game was a 3-2 Husky win, and then yeah. they're, they're playing a 23-16 game. Uh, well, anytime you get 23-16 <laughs> – Unless that happens, like, for a few weeks. Sometimes a game just gets wacky and it gets away from you and you look back and you go, that was a weird... How did that happen? Like, you'll see it in basketball and football, too, where people, when nobody could make a shot or everyone's making a shot or everyone's getting open. And, yeah, it's a score of that lo- that caliber. You almost just throw it out because it's such an outlier. You know, is it just me, Brady, or, or back me up on this? Cardinal Mooney hasn't played for six years. Yes, it's been. It's <laughs> the speed that spring sports goes. It for us, it feels like Cardinal Mooney hasn't played in a in a lifetime. Um, it, it definitely has been a long time. They've got Memphis later this week, so I'm I'm interested to see that. That'll be one of the games that Brady will be uh, at during the week. Marysville's got a big series with Frazier this uh, week. Um, yeah. And- and uh, the Mac Blue looks to be really tight. Um, I don't think, I mean, Marysville 0-3 to start, that's going to hurt them. But Port here on High and Port here on Northern, you can take a series, especially Port here on High. You're playing the only team that hasn't lost in the Mac Blue and Lakeview. And they're a good team, don't get me wrong. I would be shocked if they went the distance and didn't lose more than or less than three games like I think that that's a good team but I think it's a team that can be had yeah I'm I'm trying because I think I've seen them too against somebody you saw them last year play Mary's okay that's that's you what saw them was. a doubleheader yeah a year ago um but northern they have and I've Lance seen the Cruz. softball team this yes. year at, at Mary's okay yes and um Lance Cruz and northern northern needs to take the series to at least get in the conversation because Lance Cruz is a team well they're ahead of them in the standings yeah, but uh, but again, um, and and I saw the second game of the series with, with PH, and I think Lance Cruz is a team that can be had. I think you can kind of say it about everybody 
in in the league. Is they're going to have good like days and they're going to have bad days. An unbeatable team. Yeah, the, 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 there doesn't seem to be like a juggernaut that's going to blow through everybody, and there also doesn't seem to be like there's going to be a weak team that's just a pushover every time you play them. Exactly. So um, that that'll be very uh, interesting. Uh, Northern and PH softball will hook up uh, tomorrow, um, and uh, PH bats came to life. On uh, Friday, we'll see if they can carry that over. And uh, Northern got a big win on Friday. So you got two teams that should be going into that game a little bit conf- more confident after kind of being beat up in early season games. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, Marysville's at Frazier today in softball if that game gets played. Then Marine City goes to Frazier. That's a conference game for the Mariners. They're the early favorites. They're 3-0. and Frazier's 3-1 and in the Mac Blue. That's a big game for Marine City. Marine City will have some fun later in the week. They'll have non-conference doubleheader at Richmond. Yeah. Yeah, that should be a good time. Uh, I think so. Uh, Northern plays not I do like all these games that we're getting or these doubleheaders between BWAC teams and our Mac teams. Northern plays uh, two at Armada later this uh, week. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, Marysville and Marine City have a game on Friday in softball that should be entertaining. Yes. Yes, it should. Those are two. T- if the wind's blowing out the right way, that, that game can go two ways. That could be a one to nothing game. Hmm. But if the wind's blowing out with those two lineups, that could also be a 15 to 14 game. Yes, it could. <laughs> yes, it could. And then uh, Saturday, we're looking to go to Comerica Park and do a triple header. Hopefully, in some way, shape, or form. That is the uh, plan. Richmond Marine City, Marysville Anchor Bay, and uh, Yale is there. They're playing Cedar Springs, whoever the heck they are. Yeah, yeah. That's the one like outlier that we really don't don't care too much about. But no, it should be it should be a fun time. This should be a good week. And then, do you want? I, I mentioned the BWAC series briefly. Uh, baseball and softball are the same. Emily City, Almont, Yale, North Branch, Richmond, Armada, Croslex, Algonac. Um, obviously, Richmond, Armada, baseball. Armada is in first place in the BWAC. They haven't lost. Richmond split with North Branch, so they're both 3-1. and one. If Armada can get a split, that feels like a big victory for the Tigers. Uh, yeah, I think so, uh, too. And this is also their opportunity. We say this a lot during football season. Th- this is their opportunity to show if they're for real, if, if there's somebody we should be taking serious uh, in, in uh, BWAC baseball this year, or if there's somebody who has just, you know, the, the, they haven't played anybody tough yet. We'll find out. Right, and Yale North Branch is another one that I want to keep an eye on. So Yale got the first two wins over Croslex. Croslex then went and swept Almont. Yale went and got swept by Algonac. So what is Yale? And North Branch split with Richmond, but it was the most indecisive split I've ever seen where you get shellacked in game one. Was it 13-0? And then you come back and win the next game 2-1. to That doesn't tell me enough (laughs) information. I'd rather you – like I was, okay, is North Branch going to play him? Close both games because even if you lose six nothing, okay, but you got hammered and then you win a two to one game. That'll tell me a lot about there. And then Elmont desperately needs a good showing against Emily. So both teams desperately. Yeah, need the, good the, the okay. The, those are two teams that are are winless in league play. One really surprises me because Elmont was a team that I thought would challenge. Yes, and they may already be out of it. Yes. Um, and, and then Imlay City was a wild card. I, I didn't know. 
but they actually played better in their most recent contest. Yes, and then the softball version of that, um, Richmond-Armada should be a fun uh, pair of games. Croslex-Algonac, Croslex took one on the chin against St. Clair. Let's see how they do against a known, really talented Algonac team in the BWAC. North Branch, I think we both expect to take the series against Yale. Yeah, I, I, I'm beginning to believe that North Branch, well, A, we knew they could hit, but uh, I, I just I don't know that Yale can keep up with that offense. And then Emily City Elmont's probably the most ubiquitous game, I guess. Yeah, because, you know, em, Emily City, we haven't seen them yet, but we know that they're not bad. They and split with Armada. Yeah. And that's been like one of the few series that have actually been played. Yeah, and, uh, and Elmont, well, I mean, they just have been – tearing it up offensively uh and like i say um their their pitching is uh, at a at a much better level than it was at this time last year yep so anyway um do you have anything else that's what i've got for right now where would we be tomorrow um well you'd be be so good you'd be at that uh ph northern softball uh, game um and where am i tomorrow i'm doing a baseball doubleheader where that's where are you because tonight you'd be at st Clair lawns cruise north and uh my game for armada richmond has already been postponed so yeah no my doubleheader i got a couple of doubleheaders but they're later in the week i am at lance cruise northern baseball because i haven't seen the huskies baseball team yet this year so you'll be the lance cruise radio network for the next couple days it's all right lance cruz lance cruz north they're separated enough yeah i mean lance cruz north at this lance cruz north is dakota east east. yeah (laughs) took the words out of my mouth all right anything else that's all i got From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.